Hi, friend. This is Georgian Banoff, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, The Cost of Freedom. Today, Georgian continues what he started last week. When you say yes to Jesus, your past is buried and your new life is hidden and starting in Him. All that matters now is your relationship with Christ, and you are never alone. Like when I was in Bulgaria, I was part of the communist. Okay, so I escaped and I got this um, passport from them that I crossed. Um, the certain boards from that point on, I escaped, and that passport uh, was no good anymore. And uh, the Americans just took my inf- information of what I wrote on the paper, and that became my identity. And then I grew up in America here as American, and after, I don't know how many years, maybe 10 years, America allowed, I think right around 90s, 90s America allowed dual citizenship. So I go, okay, good, I, I'm going to renew my Bulgarian passport because, you know, I, I don't I even have one. I don't even know what happened because it was invalid. It was useless. So I went to Bulgaria, and one of my trips, and I went to the passport thing, and I said, could you... And one of my friends says, oh, absolutely. Let me take you to the, to the boss, to the, to the top, so you, you work, she'll do it in, in very quickly. Because I have very short appearance. So no problem, we'll take you to the boss. So he takes me to the top boss. And the guy happened to be a fan of the band that I was with. So he goes, oh, Georgian. Oh, my God, Georgian, dear. You are like, you're like, you know, my first rock drama band and stuff. And... I says, what can I do to help? He says, I, I got to go pretty quick, like 24 hours or 48 hours, something like that. He says, no problem, we'll take care of your passport. So he goes into the system, the government system, and he types my name, and it doesn't work, like, don't exist. He says, how do you spell your name? Because my name is in a French pronunciation, not Georgian, not Georgian, but Georgian. So... Somehow my dad named me the French way, the French pronunciation. So it's weird, a little bit and unusual. So he says, what was this? Georgian Pusenobanov. Don't exist. He goes, I'm sorry, but you don't exist. I can't. I can't. I know you exist. I exist. I know you exist. You're like, I love you, but I cannot prove this. There's nothing in a system that can help me prove it. You do not exist. Yes. He says, how did it happen? Wow. He says, the communists erased your existence. Wow. After you escaped and you didn't return and whatever, they gave you some amnesty, blah, 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 and wow. chances to return so they could get you. You didn't, so they got mad and erased you. <laughs> you're dead. Oh, you're not coming? You're, you're dead. dead. You, you, who are you? We don't know who you Get out of here. You, you don't exist. We don't know who you are. Oh, that's so good. That guy never existed. Because, see, the devil hate losing you. And and it's like, even the enemy. Who, Georgian? I don't know. I don't know who good he is. So even the system of the world gets mad at you because you don't comply and you're not. And they go, okay, we'll show you. And erasure. I go, how are you going to... I said, they'll preach, believe me. This is, this is really good. I will really use it as an analogy of what Jesus did. 
you know, he, the way he said, I can, the only way I can help you is you go to your mother's record and if you get an attorney or you get a notarization of her record that we could prove through her record, then I can inf inf infuse, impute it, input it in as a, new ex as a new record, new file that says that you were born to this mother, to this woman. Wow. That's it. And so eventually that's all I did. I went to go to a, an attorney and work with that with my mom's record. We went with her verification and then, then they were able to put me in the system so I could get my passport, huh? And born again, exactly. <laughs> and so, but, but no record of what I used to be. None. All this weird kid, nerdy, suicidal, freaked out, rejection, all this, rock and roll freak, none of that existed. Except in the memory of the fans and all these people. But there was no way to prove it. <laughs> so... So now I appear uh, to these guys. I'm no longer a rock and roll freak. I, I'm, a, I'm a Jesus freak. And I just told about Jesus. And they're all like, because they respect me. Uh, and they're all media people. Like all these guys, they were my fans at the time. Now they're becoming TV station uh, owners and radio station owners and TV show producers and, and all these movie makers and journalists. And so when I tell them the story about what happened to me in America, they, they write it. Full, no edits, no, uh, you know, no twisting around. They just say it like it is because they respect me as one of their media people. In fact, I was a leader at the time. I'm bowing to the communists. We had this kind of a reputation as rebels, you know. And so what an example of what can happen with the system, and, 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 and Jesus is even greater power than even the communist. He erased everything about you. So all it's now, it's when you say yes to him, your, your life becomes hidden, your past becomes buried, and now your life is starting in him. And so the only record you have is with your relationship with him. And that's what's kept in the files of heaven. Yes. And, wow. and, and I would dare say that even in Christ, um, if you go off in, into an, a past pattern, you cross these boundaries in Christ's boundaries, which outline, outline clearly, it doesn't exist. If you uh, do something for him outside of his plan and his he's not originator like they'll say many will come to say Lord Lord uh, we did this in your name and we did big things you know in your name good things but it, if it was not originated by him he says what, what things right. like oh. what things in your name we did he says no you use my name but I didn't initiate that. I didn't, it wasn't my thing. And so I don't remember that. I don't, there's no, I didn't, did I ask you to do it? You know, did I initiate it? You did your own thing using my name. You know, like you, you used me, but you didn't 
cooperate with me. It wasn't me involved. Even that will not be shown. So it's not only bad things, but even good things, if it was just on your own. I, I have no record. Angel, did you see that? Rewind the tape, because they just, he says he did this, and they go, nothing. Like, that messes with me when I think of that before the Lord. Because before the Lord, listen, you can only boast about him. Meaning, he hears you in heaven and you're just giving a testimony of how you got there. And, 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 and if, you, if, you, if you don't have the revelation that the way we get to heaven in Christ is by his grace, by his believing, his faithfulness, to go through the grave, knowing, believing to his father that he will send the Holy Spirit. Jesus could not resurrect himself. He had to trust in a way he's never trusted before. He had to trust that the Holy Spirit will have the power to raise him because he was truly dead, meaning he could not get up. He could not get out. And trusted that God says, I'll raise you, and he did through the power of his Holy Spirit, right? He could not go out of the grave, right? And so that's amazing that he trusted that God will raise him from the dead and that way he will raise you from the dead. Otherwise, the whole humanity is lost. If, if that trust wasn't there, if that faith wasn't there, if that act of God it was not there, then we will be buried in our sins and we'll be buried away from God. But he trusted that his death, burial, and giving up everything, total trust for God, will produce supernatural resurrection. And that is the faithfulness of the Son of God. This is how we are saved. By his, you can say by his faith, or you can say by his faithfulness, because the word, it's, the just shall live by the faith of God or by the faithfulness that, that when they say the just shall live by faith doesn't mean by its own faith it means by the faithfulness of God the just shall live by God's faith meaning the faith that God says I will die I will let myself be nailed be, be crucified and now they put me in a grave and I believe that through the Holy Spirit power I will raise from the dead. That was God's thinking before he went down. Wow. You know, my father and, my, and his spirit, my spirit, they're going to raise me and I'm just letting go. And it's going to happen. That's the faithfulness. That's how the righteous live by his, by his faithfulness. Woo, that's good. <laughs> and so, so even the faith is not something that we come up with. It's given to us as a G-I-F-T. It's a gift. So you have to just let it mess with the natural performer's mind. What they may call the carnal mind. is a mind of self-performance. It's idolatrous type thinking. I can do it. So this I, I, has to go. This I, 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 I. We have, a, we have an I problem, right? We have an I problem. It's not this I. It's the way we see things. The I. 
I in Greek means ego. Galatians 2.20. I has to go by crucifixion. There's no other way to deal with the I. It's a big problem. I is actually the problem. The big problem. I can do it. Nope. Just give me another chance. I fail, but I can improve. And, you know, and, you know, when he talked about it, right? Coco, did, did she cocophile into her seeing things the way she sees things? Because Paul uh, was not talking about I, I like himself. He was talking about this imaginary person. Did she, did she explain that to you? What's that Greek word? It's kind of a funny, huh? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird word. It's a weird word, pro, like, yeah, when, when he came up with it. Yeah. Um, Julie, could you find it? It's somewhere. Um, she actually cut and pasting, because this is her old. Uh, prosopopoeia. Prosopopoeia. Like, like, it's not a Mexican dessert. Sopopoeia. It's prosopopoeia. Well-known. I got it actually. Uh, I found it. You can find it too. But uh, Paul is using a well known ancient Greek. I added the Greek because I'm helping editing stuff. It's an ancient Greek form, style of speech, form of speech. Did you, did you see it? All right. So he's got a picture of that. And so if you, if you Google it, you'll see it in, uh, uh, in the, uh, the free encyclopedia. And if you study it in the different uh, lexicons. But, but Paul is using this whole book of Romans. is a book of persuading a jury. In fact, there's a secular law uh, in universities or colleges who use the book of Romans not religiously, they're not believers necessarily, but they see a brilliant way of proving a point. This a lawyer's way. He, he, he's like a lawyer, and, and he's speaking to this imaginary jury because he's speaking to these proponents. The whole book has got many of these things. In fact, you know, Greek language is like that. And so uh, this rhetorical device allowed the writer to put words into the mouths of others. Generally, an, Im an imaginary absent or dead person is made to speak or act. So he's like acting, reenacting this dead person, you know. And that's why there's so many uh, places of death. I die, I found them to death, and uh, they slew me, I was put to death, they killed me, they slayed me, they dead, death, death, a lot of deaths like that. So many deaths. Remember that? CSI thing, we had so many deaths. <laughs> Proposopopia <laughs> can be used to take some of the load off the communicator by placing an, 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 an unfavorable points of view on the shoulders of an imaginary stereotype. It's just the way speech, the way persuade. You know, the audience reaction are predisposed to go toward this figment rather than the communicator himself you know so he he you know so when he says i have been crucified with christ it's this i this ego that's bigger than you it's not just your ego it's our ego because it was our old man or our ego or our self our old self like this whole self that that we became part of this tree of 
You can do it yourself. Forget God. You can be God. You can make this decision. Here, eat from that and you'll know exactly what to do. Be just like God. And that's exactly what fell. We, we, we become part of this idol of self. Independent from God. Nothing wrong with yourself as long as you're one with him. That's what this whole coco is everything is one with him one with, he became one with that deadness he became one with you he became uh, one with your problem of being on your own and he became one with that to, to, to take it off from you put it down and, and give you a new little soul a new way of remembering a new way of vibration a new way of thinking new way of feeling my violin vibrates like me. It's a fantastic instrument, very old, but it has a new soul I get to put in it. How I feel about moments of music with the Lord, because I, I use it exclusively for the Lord. Not that I, I can use it for some jazz festival. I'd be probably making, playing circles around some of these guys. I'm not bragging, but I'm, I, can be, I can be pretty good. Put it this way. I've, I've done it in a little bit. I've done it in some clubs, you know, so I could tell, I could tell you that I could do it. But I am doing anything I have for the Lord because it's the pleasure of God tonight. Like, ah, worship is just so beautiful. And we put the instruments together and we sing and music and everything and we just worship and he's permeated. He actually, he actually is very picky taste you know he likes certain things like you feel when i'm playing something he doesn't like you um no really yeah go play the other thing i, I like that better really okay like so it really makes that big of a difference to you yes it does i don't like this other one i, I like this for the moment he likes this melody yeah. all right sure <laughs> okay so I'm, I'm getting used to, I've gotten used to his taste. He, 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 he always, he now plays me and he plays with me. And, and, and I get, and I know what he likes because he, uh, he likes it. And I'm happy to play for his pleasure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Great. Whoa. So same way with your soul. I just want you to, um, through these examples, I'm trying to get you to understand that you have the chance to play on your soul with a new emotion, with a new affection, on, with Christ himself. And he's saying, let's, let's, let's play together on your soul. Let's, let's get the new vibe there. And, 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 and the, the knife that this Italian violin maker used scary scared me uh, he knew what he was doing though he knew that he's not gonna destroy it he's gonna take the like the cross take the old and he'll put a new you know so but because it's not a physical circumcision he didn't use physical knife on you he used the nails for his for his body and and that nails cut his life down to blood, you know, and so, so he's inviting us to imagine, to use, our, to use our everything we can to not just think like renewing the mind and thinking, you know, but feeling it. 
and seeing it. So he wants to add imagination to, for us to see it. Because he says in a, in a, to the Galatians, who bewitched you? Bewitching is trick. You could almost say, you can almost say optical illusion. And the reason I'm using that, because I read enough translation to get the meaning of because it's a trickery. It's, it could be like magician, ma magician, you know, does magic tricks. There it is. Came out, you know, like tricks. You've seen those, you know, they pull rabbits out of nowhere. Like, where did they go? Oh, it's right here. Right there. There it is. It's like, huh? Right. But, but he's using to trick us some sort of an illusionary way. I don't know how, and I don't care, but the point is, I really don't. I, I go, all right, you got it. This is, I know it's fake. Something is fake. But you, you're so good, it looks like real, but it's fake. So, so the Galatians were tricked by well-meaning, I call it fathers-in-law. Well-meaning fathers-in-law. You know, they, they are not happy that you are floating in, in heavenly places with Christ Jesus without doing anything for it. Like you didn't do it. And all of a sudden you're floating in, in heavenly places. Woo! And you're looking. Ah! Oh! But they go, oh, what are you doing? Get down here. What do you think? Down. Yeah, so so they, they scared him off. Like, ooh, okay. Why? Because how, how did you get there? What did you do for that? And because nothing. And, and they scare you with this appealing to your performance mind. Because your mind, uh, your brain has memories of you do what you do. And that makes you who you are. Because this is part of who you are. And this, and, and, but actually in, in the Lord is not something that we have done to get there. But what he has done to see us with him. High above all of the things. Including well-meaning fathers-in-law. We are seated. Okay, and we did not climb in some political or, you know, economical ladder slowly. It's not like corporations that after so much they get you higher and higher. He raised, raised us up with his performance. And, and even if you say, I can't believe it's that good. He goes, I'll help you. <laughs> You know, it, it takes your breath away. I can't even, you can't even breathe. That's okay. I'll, I'll do the breathing for you. Because up there, you know, breathing is like, oh, you know. And it's like he'll do the breathing for you. He'll do everything that is necessary that you cannot do. Because he, he doesn't want you puffed. He doesn't want you to be puffed up with pride. Well, see what it is, is I, uh, yeah, I became conscientious of my troubles and I decided to help myself. I call on Jesus and then you can start helping yourself you know, by his power. But it's really, I had to, you know, and all this foolish self-talk, religious, it's, 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 it's worthless because it's puffing you only. But you say, oh. He made me there. He decided that he could take me off from this bondage and things like that. And he decided that I'm going to be 
one with him, seated in here and live my body on earth, but I'm really in heaven. And, and I, I do everything my body does, but I do it with him being in me. You know, and, and like prayer. Prayer can be from here praying, oh God, help me and please, are you around? Like David sometimes gets depressed and I sometimes get depressed too. And it's like, oh, I'm like David. Lord, I'm like your prophet David. I'm like you. He goes, stop it. You're not like David. <laughs> David saw it in the future. And, and, but he, he stepped into this uh, with, you know, prophetically. Because he, he stepped in the prophetic. But in actuality, he was in the worst places you can imagine. But the Lord gave him that prophetic seeing in the future how you could be in Christ. You know, and, and so the circumstances sometimes can, can depress us and you can try to push it down. It's like, but we, through the word and the revelations and, and uh, every moment here on earth, we have the privilege to play with him and him playing with us and playing us and yielding to him and and capturing these moments moment by moment but even the the even the renewing of the mind can become your own kind of like revolving door you're renewing your mind cuz you told like by this way you're going to change a change only happened when you renew your mind. And that was one of my practical barriers before. Like took a year of me arguing with the Lord and my, my friends in Florida until I got to that revival meetings that the presence was so incredible. And I said, why should I go there? From Seattle to Tampa is a long ways. A lot of expenses and everything. Because I have the Holy Spirit here. And they go, no, no, you got to come. God is doing something amazing. It's like, what is he doing? He's changing us. They go, I'm changing myself. I, I, have, I, have, I have the word of God that tells me if I renew my mind, through my renewal, I will change myself. Because that's how your teaching goes. It almost like gets you into this mode where you think, well, I'm doing the changes and I'm doing it through, through, because it's a trick kind of like thing. Yes, it's renewing the mind, but not by yourself. Yes. Doing it like this, and, and because then you're starting to be in control of, again, we are like ourselves. And, but that's how I was raised, you know, in this uh, church. And, and so it took, it took, just tremendous for me to get down to this place and when he got touched immediately this revival presence of God was just intense and she connected she was backslidden but she connected somehow she connected and now I'm going what's going on because <laughs> I couldn't connect because to, to, to go anywhere I had to renew my mind and so the preacher was not helping me to renew my mind because he was not speaking. He was lost and drunk and he couldn't speak. So I'm going, are you going to speak or what? Because I'm waiting for you to say something new or something that I need 
to get into whatever this revival is. <laughs> right, so I'm waiting. And the guy goes, and I'm going, hello. Get your, I know you, you obviously lost your train of thought, but I'm a preacher too. It happened to me too. I, all of a sudden, I forget what I was talking about. And it's like, for a moment, you stare and it's like, what was I talking about? And you can't just keep staring. You have to come up with something. Even if it's not, you know, you can't just sit there like stare at the ceiling like, oh, it's so good. What is good? I mean, tell me. I'm waiting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm waiting for this word to renew, to help me renew. In other words, without these words, I cannot renew and I cannot get into whatever's happening. My wife, of course, didn't really get into the renewing of the mind. <laughs> she got it. She just got it. She got hit with the presence and she had no religious uh, mindset to block. Right. Do you understand? It's weird. She just got it. I, on the other hand, I'm going, what are you doing? What are you, like, what's happening to you? I'm waiting for the preacher. He's not preaching nothing and I'm not. She just went into it. Oh, crying. So. <laughs> And, you know, and finally when this preacher got to his senses, he got to his sermon and it was all talking about drinking. And I'm going, please, not, don't tell me drinking is your sermon because this is not a good topic. This is not, you know. The point is I was stuck in this self-renewal, if you could call it self. And it's a perfectly wonderful scripture that I practice every moment of every day but is no longer alone because after nine months of frustration with trying to figure out what's this new thing I finally got it the Lord, the Lord touched me somehow broke through and, and, and I went into this presence now and, and, and it just became crazy and then at that Christmas 1991 Christmas 1990 Christmas, excuse me, 1995 Christmas, I got a bad Bible, new Bible for my gift from a pastor, and it was New Living Translation, and it says, let God, what did you read? Let God, like, know the translation they have seen that God is in, in this renewal process. Huh? Let's God transform me. I never read it anywhere. 50 translations I read. In, God was, in other words, perfectly wonderful thing. But without God, it becomes of the bondage of self-renewal by your own thinking. Only. You do the change of your thinking. You're going to change yourself. And then you're going to be pleasing to God. And took one translation to verify my grace experience because God brought me with grace otherwise I couldn't have I was so stuck he brought he brought my wife to through grace because she was like she didn't even want to be there at all she was not seeking she was not crying she she cried when she, the present here she before that she was she was dead she did not cry for years that's why she had a normal mascara did not expect that there'll be tears and that's why she was a mess. Two lane high makeup was there running everywhere because it was not the proper revival makeup. It was the non-revival. It was the ain't nothing happening. 
ain't no need to put that waterproof stuff because ain't nothing going on. And boom, it happened. Boom, it happened. Now she's got waterproof every day because you never know what's going to happen. She's ready. Let it pour. Let it rain, Lord. Bring it on. Come on. But it's God in it. Do you get it? That's what I'm trying to say. It's God in it. And when that, when that translation put God in it, and I, I was telling this testimony to this lady, two ladies, pastor and her right-hand intercessor, driving me to the airport. And I'm, um, it's a fast highway, 70 miles an hour, driving steady. And so I'm telling my testimony of how God came inside my mind. And like he was there, but I did not include him. I did not see it in the scripture. And the scripture, I had experience. And then the scripture verified let God transform you by changing. So God came in even in my mind. So I'm no longer waiting on my mind to change me. But I'm waiting on the Lord with him together. We're thinking new thoughts. We, 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 it's a relational thinking together. We're like I'm playing the violin. Anything and everything is with him. Amen. Amen. That's the new creation. That's the new way of doing things with him. And so I'm telling this story, and this lady was totally like into the self-renewal and was a bondage to her as well. And when she heard that, let God transform you by the way you think with him together, she flipped out. She did total stop, pull over, and ran out of the car and started jumping and pulling branches from bushes and throwing them like a kid. Ah, freedom, oh, freedom from the jail of self. Woo! I mean, nearly accident from 70, she went, mm, come. Oh, freedom. That happened. It was the intercessor of that pastor in, in West Virginia. Never going to forget that. It hits you and set you free. I don't even have to renew my own mind alone. That's the point. He's in it. Because sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Your brain doesn't connect that God is in you, even helping you recurve the curvature of your brain. Reshape. Now scientists are catching up. Because scientists says you, once the brain, brain is set, that's it. Oh, the, the current scientists, oh no, it's changeable. The brain is changeable. Not only remind, but the brain. Isn't that good? That's it. I just want to, I just want to infuse that a freedom that even the renewing of the mind is relational together with Jesus. In fact, in fact, lose sight of your own thinking and brain and look at Him, think on Him, think with Him, love on Him, and 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 be, be conscious of Him, not of. You have to do this alone. No, we're not alone. He's saying, let's reason together. Let's reason. In fact, don't lean on your own understanding. Let me explain to you. Don't just trust me. Come on, Marian. Are you coming? Don't lean and don't stress out of how to explain what I did for you, what I did to you. You, you can't stress it out because it's gonna get, you're going to get stuck somewhere. Stay with me. I'm running. I'm running in my glory. I'm taking you from glory to glory. We are going together from glory to glory, from glory to glory, from glory to glory. 
From glory to glory. Come on, let yourself go. Hey, thank you for listening to my podcast. I trust our discussion today was helpful and encouraging to you. If you have any questions or comments, you can send me your email at gb at globalcelebration.com. I'd love to hear from you. And may the freedom that Christ pays such a high price for you to have be yours today. This is the Cost of Freedom podcast. I'm Georgian Banoff, and I can't wait to see you next week.